2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
3: To Moneyline with Kevin Walsh and Donnie Rightside. Hour number two.
4: Let's go. Let's get after it. Tuesday afternoon. Always like Tuesdays too. Still looking forward to the week. It's a holiday weekend. Back to back holiday weekends coming up here. So we'll be ready to get after But let's find out where JP is going today. The Warriors and the Knicks. It's a player prop. And I'm going to go with a fade of Jordan Poole under 26 and a half points.
3: Mm. That's right. I'm, I'm thinking it goes Quentin Grimes over 10 and a half points. Hmm. I'm going with the hottest player on the hottest team, Jalen Brunson, over 23.5 points. Wow. Is. There it is, JB. What has he been doing over this run, uh, JP? Uh, a little bit of everything. So last game, 30. The other game before that, 22, 30 before that. And then even the games where it's only 11 points, it's 11 dimes, and it's a meaningful 11 dimes on high efficiency. Mm-hmm. So he's been amazing. Yeah, he JB. really has.
4: He, Good signing by every
3: Knicks. bit. Yeah, I got to give him credit. I, I, I certainly you know, slam the slander button during the offseason. Now, we'll see. We're 30 games in. You know, nothing's finalized here. But I'm also someone that better a, a Knicks win total over, right? And part of the, you know, botherment that I had with that move is then all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute, they could have Donovan Mitchell, but now it makes no sense because you have Jalen Brunson. Either way, the Knicks are playing really good basketball. And, and you know, Ben asked me this morning, Don, he's like, hey, do you think the Knicks are going to make the playoffs? And, you know, you take a peek at it, yeah. yeah, I think so. I don't think that's any yeah. overreaction at all. Like, I mean, maybe they could you know, land in the play-in scenario and, and things go wrong, but I would be very surprised. I, I don't see any world, in fact, where the Knicks aren't in the top ten in the Eastern Conference, and I, and I think they'll secure one of those eight spots.
4: Yeah, no, it looks like it. It, it looks like it. There's a long way to go, and Christmas Day... Coming up on Sunday, which is the start of the NBA season, where things start to get serious. So, we'll see the contenders and the pretenders start to show up here. By the way, a little bit off topic. Mm-hmm. I always like when I see this come up, because this was a hot topic over the summer, with the Live Golf Tour and the PGA Tour. Right. The Masters released a statement right. today, which I absolutely love, because I want to preface this by saying, most of the country are not die-hard PGA Golf Tour fans, nor Live Golf fans, or golf in general. But to me, even in the content business, I liked golf a lot more in, let's just say, my 20s because I was playing it three times a week. So, yeah, I would tune in. But, you know, what what golf tournament's this week? I don't know, the Greater Hartford Open. Oh, one, okay. Maybe you'll watch that on a Sunday afternoon. But to me, and most people in the country, we like big events. So we go, well, golf season is really four events. The PGA Championship, the U.S. Open, the British Open, and the Masters, right? The four majors. If we're going to get to a point where, Kevin... Live golf t- players are going to be able to just play in the you know on the live golf tour PGA plays on their tour, but everybody can play in the majors. What's the problem with that? Isn't that a, because it's a I I don't care who wins the Greater Hartford Open. Neither does ninety eight percent of the country. But if we're all going to tune into the Masters, it's just like, have them all out there. Like what what is the big factions here?
1: Just have them play.
3: Yeah, I, well, I think it's because it, under that guideline, you're basically saying, hey, what's the difference between PGA and and Live, Uh right? Well, for the players, there's a very big difference because if one of them is paying them and the other is not, which is why the PGA Tour people are freaking out and then they've been pretty you know, swift to turn the golf purist world against those that have joined Live Golf but the reality is you slice it through, why wouldn't they join Live Golf? Donnie just said it. I get to play for majors, I get guaranteed money, I get to play golf. This isn't this is a difficult too. decision. And, again, we can't say, like, oh, what about the loyalty? What are you talking about? <laughs> what are the PGA Tour makes?
4: Like you wouldn't be anything unless this. Yeah, just like every, every other, like, lower league. Like, you wouldn't be anything unless Major League Baseball forced you to play six years in the minors and then had control for another six years in the majors. Who, that's your loyalty. No, your loyalty is to the paycheck. And who is going to pay you at this point? That's the whole, the whole Rory Tiger thing. Like, hey, guys, PJ Tour gave you everything. And they go, well, it was the only thing. What are you talking about?
3: Well, yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, that's the thing. I don't think people realize the Yes, the PGA Tour did that, right? But they were the only game in town. It's you know the UFC kind of has this thing going on. Like the UFC's revenue shares compared to the other major sports, yes. NBA, NFL. I mean, it's pathetic how yes. little they get. But the UFC's the UFC. So Dana goes, all right, so then go to Bellator. What do you want for Like I don't care. They're not going to make as much money, right? So there there is no reason for you to have loyalty to the PGA. If you're a golf fan, you're like, it's just a shame because I, I want all the best guys in one place, even outside of the majors. I can sympathize with that. But you do not need to have loyalty to the PGA who has been getting one over on every golfer forever. And that was, by the way, that's not debatable. That was made very clear immediately when Liv came around. And they go, yeah, we got some extra money lying around and this, that, and third. And okay, here we can do this, 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 and this for you guys.
4: Yes, for anybody, anybody's job out there. Take this job right here. Like, hey, Kevin, by the way, X Network just said they're going to pay you five times the amount of money on a guaranteed time, and you only have to work Sunday, and if you want to work any time during the week, that's fine. Everything's going to be guaranteed. Let's come over here and have some fun. And you'd say, like, okay, well, I'm loyal. well, you're loyal to a fault if you stick with the current situation compared to what is going to take place. But also, another part of this that you want to get into is... Tiger Woods had an event. I'm not talking about the one with his kid which to do things pretty cool and his, his son I look like he might just be like you know a 20 time major winner at this point the guy's like thirteen mm. years old can bust up like any professional guy out there. It looks like but having said that, they're missing a huge opportunity here because Tiger Woods had that you know event one off whatever the match. Yeah. I don't know if anybody even talked about it. And there's a real simple fix to that. You want to know what that fix is? I think you guys know what I'm getting at here, and we'll talk about it after the break. If you want to call in, 844-843-6879 is the numbers. It's Tuesday afternoon, right here in the middle of the afternoon, on The Grid. Come on back with us.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com.
4: Power number two, rolling through, right here on the grid, Sirius XM Channel 159. It's Moneyline, 844-843-6879. If you want to get involved, we were talking a little LIV golf versus the Masters and also the PGA Tour. Now, getting into it, I'm not exactly the world's biggest Tiger Woods fan, if you've ever seen my content over the past 10 years. But having said that, ratings do draw when Tiger Woods is there. We get it. But there comes a point of no return, or should I say diminishing returns, where a Tiger Woods match, who I think Justin Thomas, I can't even remember the four golfers that were in it, which shows you about that. But it used to be in the past when the match first came up, like Tiger versus like Phil Mickelson. You heard about it for a few months. You were interested in what, how it was going to take place. They billed it as trash-talking and millions of dollars on the line, so you might want to tune in. And I believe they were even trying at that point saying, look, it might be so popular These are like pay-per-view events, right? Like You're going to pay for these. Now, I don't even know they're on when they happen, which shows Mm -hmm. you the level of excitement, I guess, or just – and I'm always on Twitter. Like, I know something's coming a mile away. I saw somebody tweeting, like, oh, I wonder when that's going to – oh, it's right – if they're actually in it right now? Now, I have an answer and a fix for this, which is so simple. Tiger comes out week to week, K-Dub, month to month press conference. They ask him questions. Yeah, Live Golf Tour is ridiculous. Nobody should ever go there. What a waste of time! You should be only loyal to the PGA. (laughs) Simple fix here, K Dub. Simple fix. Tiger and Rory McIlroy every time versus two guys from the Live Golf Tour, and they just go head to head and really hate each other and get after it. I watch that for at least a hole or two.
3: Yeah, so that would would work. I think what would happen then is. Basically, Tiger would have to acknowledge then that live like is almost good in a <laughs> yeah. way and is helping uh-huh. create business and yeah. they're too prideful, stubborn, whatever it may be to do that. Here is my take though on the most recent edition of the match. As you and I had discussed prior iterations mm-hmm. who wants to watch Patrick Mahomes golf yes. against Aaron Rodgers. And that one didn't necessarily, you know, uh, draw a ton of our interest. Mm-hmm. But I have to tell you, it drew more interest than the golfers golfing. Yes. My big takeaway is the match does not work as just golf. Because then we'll just watch golf. The yes. match works when Phil Mickelson, who everybody knows is an intense gambler, is out mm-hmm. there acting like he's playing for pink slips against Steph Curry, wiping the floor with him as he coaches Charles Barkley to a victory. That match works when you get the banter of Tom Brady and Peyton Manning paired with nice golf talent of a Tiger Woods or a Justin Thomas or a Brooks Kepka or a Bryson DeChambeau. The, matches needs to, the match is supposed to be a spectacle. Tiger and JT running two-on-twos is not, I'm sorry, that's not a spectacle though. It's <laughs> what we've talked about before when we used to do these segments. It's finding a way... To get LeBron on one team and Michael Mm. on the other. And watch Michael break a club one time when he can't get it out of a bunker because he's still the most competitive man on planet Earth. That's what the match is. The match is not golf. It's the same thing as celebrity boxing. It is meant to be a bit quirky. It's a draw. It's different. It's unique. It doesn't work this way. Exactly. Like You just, you
4: know, it's... Because Le- LeBron I don't think golfs, but Michael Jordan loves it. Can you imagine if like LeBron yeah. was an intense like golfer in the off season? Oh. And they would just go at it. So you would get them out there and sure there'd be some animosity. And then, you know, Charles Barkley would be one of the commentators on there. But the best part would be, like, yeah. you know, on hole number three like, yeah. Tiger would just, like, hole out a putt. they go to the next green for number four, and there'd just be a random, like, basketball hoop. I'm like, all right, well, for a million dollars, one-on-one, best of three, Jordan <laughs> and LeBron. you know what I mean? Like, yes. can you imagine, like, the viral videos that would happen? Like, it's, it would never happen, but let's just say it did. Like, man, give me that basketball to beat this old man down.
3: You know well, what I mean? Oh, my gosh. Like, Donnie, because, you know, everyone knows, like, Steph's the scratch golfer, right? P- pair yes. LeBron with Steph and go old mm-hmm. school and take Michael and pair him with <laughs> Magic. Right? Because I, I, I just... Or just someone that would be of an equal level to LeBron, because yeah. our assumption is LeBron doesn't play at all, right, to where it's kind of like from a personality perspective to get LeBron out there, but nobody's there to see if LeBron's any good at golf. And just let it spin. Like, it would be so worth it to see those characters out there. And, there again, there's other iterations of that that would work. Like, get J.R. Smith on there. Yeah, He's a college golfer. Like, JR is a huge personality. Put him on that on the match. Like, honestly, if I'm in the room, Donnie, trying to book the next match, like, JR Smith's name is coming up well before Justin Thomas's name.
4: Yes. Correct, and make it interesting is what we're trying to do. You're right, A two-on-two, like, hey, maybe
3: we'll see Tiger
4: golf with just No, I could see that on, like, a random <laughs> PJ Tour event. What is the point? Oh, did you see Tiger's going to win $3 million in this event? Yeah, the guy's got a billion dollars. What, what is $3 million yeah. for Tiger? I mean, Tiger was, like, playing three golf tournaments a year plus the majors and banking, like, a billion a year. What does he need all that mm-hmm. for at this point? So let's get to the phone lines here, 844-843-6879. The X-Man is joining us on a Tuesday. What's good, X-Man?
1: Man, it's really, really, really cold out here. But I got some it winners is. for the people, man. No, Yo, there I'm you go. I got up. two hacks. You're going to win
4: so much cash, you can burn the cash. I love
1: it. Go ahead, x man mm. Yeah, let's do it. We're going to burn the Miami Heat up tonight. I'm taking the Chicago Bulls money line. <laughs> I'm taking the Denver Nuggets money line. The mm. Columbus Blue Jackets money line and St. Louis Blues money line. Two NHLs, two NBAs.
4: 29-1. Easy. Now, now, burn in the Miami heat there, K-Dub. What do you say about that?
3: Yeah, listen, I, it's fun. you know what? Out of respect to X-Man, I hope it happens, man. <laughs> I hope it happens. I mean, how do you not love it? <laughs> oh, that's I mean, true. You talk good. about free
4: Christmas, heat your house. You have so much ones there, K-Dub, if you want. Like, you could just put them in the fireplace and heat your house the whole weekend. That's so much money he's giving out yeah. there.
3: Easy. Easy stuff. Easy money.
4: Have you ever lit a bill, K-Dub, K-Dub on fire? Like just to show off?
3: Uh, no. I've but... never
4: done it either. Not even a dollar. Yeah, like not even yeah. just to be funny. No, I. Uh,
3: we I, I did done. once uh, light a sh- my shoelace on fire though, and then Why? I put it out. what was the reason. They, I mean, for the same. I mean, I, just because
4: we just kind of. Now hold, I, now hold. Like, give me a time frame on this. Like, what are we talking uh,
3: about? Sheesh! How old was I? I don't know, fourteen maybe.
4: So you said, all right, let me just get this lighter out and just blast mm. this. Not yeah, that like, you couldn't tie your shoes going home? Like what happened you know the rest what? of the day?
3: I'll tell you what, man, that'd be a smooth move if I couldn't tie my shoes. So I light the laces on fine. But like, listen, that's the only reason why they're not tied. Oh man. A little cover up scheme.
4: You didn't have to mom and dad didn't have to get you new
3: shoelaces. Nah, because you get you put it out pretty quick. It was as if nothing ever happened. Shoelaces were great.
4: By the way, you missed out on this era, Kevin. This had to be probably the, I want to say maybe late 80s. The fat shoelaces. I missed did you ever out. Do you ever see those before? No. Like, I'm talking I, like no. giant shoelaces. Like, rappers would wear. They you wear them with Adidas. Yeah. They were tremendous.
3: No. I tremendous. missed out on the era where everyone's clothes were baggy and not Yeah, tight. you did miss it. Yeah, exactly. You, because as a man of, of bigger size. Yes. Uh, like, I, I got beat. The 90s right? were tremendous. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, that's how we should still be dressing, quite frankly, but unfortunately, we have to be out here and look svelte, as they say.
4: We've we've had some tough scenes back, because I'm telling you right now, there was never a worse time to go through sports, whether you were in grade school, middle school, or high school, with the transition of, from, let's just say, 1990 to 1994. Because if you know how high school sports work... The varsity gets the new stuff. Like, let's just say every three years, you get a brand new uniform. That gets passed down to the JV, which then gets passed down to the freshman. I got to tell you, man, my freshman year of high school, 1992, Mm. my best friend as a freshman basketball player, he got the short end of the stick, and we still talk about it today. Because the home uniform and the away uniform are a little bit different. I mean, my guy was rocking like a Speedo out there. A Speedo for shorts when the, you know, Ah. Michigan Fab Five look was in. So go Mm. figure on that. Like, contrasting, yeah, it was. We'll talk about that much more. Come on back to Moneyline the Afternoon.
0: The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
1: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play.
4: Yeah, You want to talk about Moneyline, speaking about the Phoenix Suns, $4 billion. It wasn't too long ago where, uh, I forget, who's the guy from Microsoft? Who bought the the, uh, Clippers?
3: What's his name? Oh, my God. Steve Ballmer.
4: Yeah. Oh, man. He just said, you know what? I have more money than God. This franchise is worth eight hundred million. Just call from two billion. Like I just want it. Like, I don't. I don't want to hassle. Like just get you, Like I'll pay more than double. Just yeah. give me the franchise. They gave it to him. I said, boy, that's really gonna like offset and be crazy market. But you maybe it's a one off at that point. What sports teams are going for? Like and sports. also, yes, like and I'm talking like distressed teams because now granted Ooh. you're in LA, but the Lakers will always overshadow you, and that's what you paid for that franchise, right? And it's the same thing when I take a look at the Suns, who again aren't a big market per se, but they're not a glorious franchise, and they're being sold out of, get out of the league because your organization is run so horribly, but you're still going to probably, but, you, but what if you're a what Would you pay for the team three hundred million? You're going to get four billion dollars in disgr- quote unquote disgrace. Yeah. That's what I find so interesting.
3: No, it, it, people have talked about that. Like I remember uh, when I, Tepper, right, is the Carolina guy. Yes. Or is that the new guy? Tepper's the guy that had to sell. Tepper's the new guy. It was Jerry Richardson's was the old owner. Excuse me. So when when he had to sell, I remember people like, man, this is some punishment. Like, you just continue to become one of the richest human beings on planet (laughs) Earth, right? Like, it's one of these bizarre things. It does, though, uh, allow me an opportunity to bring you a take that I'm curious where you will land on. I have a sneaky suspicion you will agree. Are you familiar with who is the most valuable NBA franchise when Forbes drops these lists? You know on a regular basis. I guess it would be the Dallas Cowboys. No, no uh, NBA franchise. NBA. Oh, 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 oh NBA. Yeah, uh, how about the New York the Knicks? Cowboys. How about Knicks? Okay. It is not the Knicks. No. It is also not the Lakers. Wow. It says it is the Golden State Warriors. Now, I'm sure this is a bit foolish that I'm about to puff my chest out and disagree with Forbes magazine, who has been doing this forever. Yeah. However, there is no world you can convince me that if I put the Knicks, the Lakers, and the Warriors all on the market right now, the Warriors go for more money than the Knicks and the Lakers. There's absolutely no way. I refuse to believe that.
4: Yeah, because you because let's just say they're worth more on paper. You can't, like, because you have... Obviously, the words are not trillionaires, right? But you have multi, I'm talking about the richest people in the world. Yes. That have grew up Knicks fans that would go, oh, Knicks are for sale? $10 billion. Y- Yes. Yes. Like, I'm not going to be outbid. I, I won't the be Lakers
3: outbid. The Lakers are for sale? Yes. Are you out of your the mind? Way, exactly.
4: Correct. In, in, a, in a city, that's huge. But two, same thing with the Knicks. Two teams in it. People are like, no, no, no. This this is personal for me now. What's it worth? Yes. Uh, $3.2 billion, $10 billion right now. Yes. We'll
3: settle. I, I, I 1,000% think that. Again, I I know the you know the Warriors there involved with with Big Tech and they got a new stadium and yep. Steph- no, you know Oakland thing, San Francisco like yes. they have
4: no competitors there in the NBA. Yeah, yes.
3: I, I I get it right. I'm not. It's not as if they come from you know yeah. some small market. I'm not talking about the Oklahoma City Thunder, but there's just there's no way that if you called. Is, is you know whoever the richest man in the world is, I don't know if that's still a and ever if it's Bezos, I don't know if his wife took enough. Musk, I feel like he's the boss, <laughs> all his money. away It doesn't matter, okay. If you were to call them and say, "Hey, you can own any franchise in basketball. Mm-hmm. Who do you want?" I, I refuse to believe it's the Golden State Warriors over the Knicks or the Lakers. There, there's no way. There's just no way.
4: It's pretty crazy. It's 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 wild how it's laid out. But the Suns are going to go for four billion dollars. And I guess like a drop in the bucket for some. Imagine, like, hey, man, I just spent $4 billion. How much got left over? Eh, like $16 billion in the bank. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, the numbers just... that you, like, deal with now. So, and by the way, like, one of those things that would be so much fun to do. Like, imagine, forget about you made yourself into a success, right? Like, I, I own, uh, you know, mortgage companies and, you know, Quicken Loans, whatever. Like, you made all that money. But it's just, you were born into it. Like, we look at, like, uh, Jed York out there for the four now. It's like, it's Pop's team, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, now it's yours to run. You know Jerry Jones handed yeah. down to Stephen Jones. You know, in the, keep it in the family as if. And I always wonder, like, how much fun? How much fun would that have been? Like, hey, Dad mm-hmm. owns it. And he goes to like, he's sixty years old. You're twenty four. Like, hey, son, you know what? Uh, graduate from your state school, and as long as you do that, like, you're going to be the CEO next year. Like, how cool? Mm-hmm. And no matter what mistakes you made, you just guarantee to print yourself money, and your franchise value always goes higher. It's like one of the few business ever. Like, if you run a very good pizza shop, right? And, uh, okay, I'm going to hand it over to my son. After three weeks, hey, why would not we have any sales? Well, I don't even know really how to make pizza. Oh, you ruined the whole f- – nobody's ever coming back
3: here. Not like well, the NFL, you can run your team into the ground yes. and still print money. That's sometimes why I think there should be more like these – because what's very obvious every time these franchises go up, and, you, you know, you mentioned sometimes it seems like it's always has to do with like somebody's in disgrace, right? Because yeah. I feel like there should be a, this like bigger attempt to just buy these franchises, whether people are you know in the mindset of selling or not, right? Yeah, I don't think Twitter was for sale. I think Elon Musk was just like, hey, listen, like, yes. I'm not kidding. I will give yeah. you all of the money in the world for Twitter. And they're yes. like, yeah, Twitter's for sale all of a sudden. Like, you mean yes. to tell me that Tampa Bay Rays, we can't get a single person to show up, that are thinking about having half of their home games played mm-hmm. in Montreal. <laughs> if, if someone hit them, like, look... Here's $1.5 billion for the raise. Like, it's, it's not sold. Like, it's not – like, they wouldn't sell. Like, I yeah, feel you like, see he, it. like you should just call them.
4: Yeah, you see it all the time because let's just say uh, you're in a prime part of town, like, a business-wise. Let's just say uh, you're an 80-year-old grandmother at this point. It's like, hey, look, people will knock on your door and go, I want to put a Wawa here. I want to put a Sheets here. I want to put a Quick Checks here. Uh, we know your house is worth three hundred thousand dollars. we'll give you a million right now and you're like, well it wasn't for sale, but if you're gonna give me over three times my house, you know it's yours. but yes. you're right, like why don't like because that's probably I think a lot of times even how like sales work because most of the people that have these, they don't have it because like, oh my gosh, like if I don't have this team next year, I can't live like it's almost these guys are like billionaires times over where it's like a trophy. they're like, hey, you know what? Hey, but that's the Suns' owner. Like, that's what the pre- the prestige is. Not because mm-hmm. it's worth five billion dollars, but they're all business guys going. Hey, you know what? Maybe I don't, I don't see such a rosy out, you know, outcome for the NBA or the NFL at this point. Now's the time to get out. I paid you know thirteen million dollars for this franchise in nineteen seventy. I just got six billion dollars. It's crazy yeah. when you think about it. Yeah. Like Steinbrenner bought the Yankees for under ten million dollars.
3: What? Yeah. It's, wow. Well, that's the other thing that always blows my mind. Right. They say yeah. stuff like that is, you know, will 70 years are people gonna be like, Hold on, he bought the Suns for 4 billion? You gotta be kidding. Yes. Me. Yeah. Like, because yeah. they're now 40 billion dollars. Where does that, I'm glad you brought that up, like, where does it end
4: in sports? I, I don't like, know. Where does it end? Because no idea. It, it, the money that they generate is not just something that's coming from like the uh, Federal Reserve. Like, it doesn't matter what happens, they'll just keep giving you more money. <laughs> like, ticket prices go up every year. Concessions go up every year. Parking goes up every year. Like the TV contracts, they go up every year. But you're paying, the consumer's paying that. Your cable bill goes up. When is the limit where it's like, hey, you know what? I better get out now. Like the housing collapse, which you see like 20 straight years of the housing market go up and then it flatlines for a couple years. Then it continues to go back up. Same thing with the stock market build back, build back, build back. You see it all the time. But when is the point of no return where you go, like, wait a second, I just paid $13 billion for the Cowboys. And in five years, they go, hold on, we're not really making all that much money anymore at this point because the lawsuits hmm. and nobody's playing football anymore,
3: right? Like there has to be, it can't just always go up, can it? Like the, the idea that it'll just collapse is a very hard, it's a hard sell because these TV contracts lock them into profits for what feels like forever, right? These, the contracts are super long and then for an unbelievable amount of money. Uh, So that's the thing. I don't know where it necessarily caps the idea of of how much all of these things are worth.
4: It's fascinating to break it down, but obviously we're talking about it because the suns are up for sale and now it looks like they're going to be sold for four billion dollars. By the way, Incredible. let's flip it back to talking some football here. Some good stuff. Just watching the odds here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. we to hit a little quick refresh here. Looks like Jalen Hurts still five to one to win the MVP. Patrick Mahomes at a minus three fifty price. But now Josh Allen six to one. Joe Burrow six to one. Two Tagovailoa. by Welcome to the party here. One hundred and fifty to one, along with Justin Jefferson at one hundred fifty to one. Now. I guess you could say I am going to take a flyer on two and Jefferson because Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, and Jalen Hurts are all have season ending injuries overnight. Now, let's just say there is a doomsday scenario. Does that mean Tua wins? Like I don't understand. Like you, if Mahomes gets injured like late fourth there, quarter this yeah. week after a massive game, like why does Tua then get the MVP? I don't he get. Won't. Like I am missing something here.
3: No, he's not in the race at all. He's not in the race even a little bit. There is no I, and because this is. He is, and and the price reflects it, Donnie. Tua is not even like, hey, what if all of them get injured? Or what if all of them lose out? Like, no, he's still not going to win. (laughs) I'd, I'd like to make that very clear. This is, Justin Jefferson has more juice than Tua. But he will also not be winning this award. Have they decided, that it, like, where's the Offensive Player of the Year award? They don't know what to do with that anymore, or what?
4: It just what, oh, just, just lock it down, or it's a wrap? What, what do you happened? got? The Seriali Coach of the Year market? Did you see this? Uh, yes, I did.
3: When did that happen?
4: It happened, uh, I would say, within the past 48 hours. Because was, of the hurt? After so Sunday. For those,
3: yeah, for those that don't know, uh, Nick Seriali was at least minus 400, if not better, to win Coach of the Year. Now minus one sixty five with Dan Campbell at plus one seventy five, a guy that, by the way, is still not favored to make the postseason. What are you
1: which doing? Which is that's interesting. It?
4: Which is which is really interesting because uh, uh, the coach of the year again is not how you do in the playoffs, win a Super Bowl. It ends at the end of the regular season. If Nick Sirianni loses, Jalen Hurts, but still clinches the number one overall seed without him, that's apparently bad. It's apparently bad at this point. And Dan Campbell, if he doesn't make the playoffs, he can't win it. But if he does, he's the automatic guy. It's a lot to talk about here. Stick with us. Radio right on and Moneyline on the afternoon Tuesday. Come on back.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: Odds on the move here at the FanDuel Sportsbook,
4: particularly in the NFL the season awards betting odds. My favorite is a, a, a the uh, comeback of the year or comeback player of the year. Geno Smith is a plus 110, he never left, but he, apparently he's the comeback player of the year. Christian McCaffrey at 2 to 1, mm-hmm. Jared Goff at plus 250, Barkley at 20 to 1, Henry at 50 to 1 and Nick Gates at 100 to 1. Now see the like a police alignment for the Giants, right? They just had to throw that guy. Is that like a joke? Who? Nick
3: Gates? but sure, but I doubt. I still, with (laughs) no irony, think they need to change the rule and give it a Brian Robinson Jr. But it's like, oh he's he's a rookie. It's like, what is that? Just getting shot. Yes. 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 Like, yes, him getting shot and coming back and being the lead running back on a potential playoff team is more of a comeback on than Saquon being kind of bad and injured, and Gino not being like, like Gino being in a battle with Drew Lock. That, by the way, I think he was yeah, gonna like, why is he not even up Drew there? Drew Lock got COVID. Like, because you can't win it as a rookie. There was a whole big thing about this. Well, at least that I looked into. But yeah, what the comeback they, player of the year? Yeah, how are you gonna be a rookie?
4: Is it? I guess you have to. Is that like, well, because but, I guess you're yeah, saying like the old Robinson thing?
3: Yes, my point, yes. The comeback player of the year is not a guy that was really bad last season, right? Like <laughs> that's it's supposed what apparently to be, it is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's supposed to be like coming back from adversity. And yes, I'm not going to say that correct. Gino has not had adversity. I got adversity, yeah,
4: James but. Connor. I got cancer and I came back and played football. You know what? That's a winner, right? Like, how are you going to top that? But that, like that is comeback player of the year. Hey, I was walking across the street, and I lost my leg, and they reconstructed it, and I'm playing football again. Comeback player of the year. Not like, hey, by the way, I was a backup quarterback. Now I'm a starter. Comeback player of the year. Come on. Like James
3: Conner wins the award like six years in a row. And it's, yes. It's like, yeah. You know, but, but, no, listen. And, again, I I'm, there, there is adversity in not being – you know, being a uh, – he actually didn't go in the first round, right? Ended up only being EJ Manuel, but I mean, many years ago, drafted by the Jets. I'm not saying that there has not been adversity. Also, when he said they wrote me off, what I didn't write back. I mean, he might have won the award right there in that moment. So I- I'm hearing you. He also, though, was on track. People really do forget this. He was on track to lose the job to Drew Locke, and then mm-hmm. Drew Locke got COVID.
4: Yes, Just, we might I don't never see him. Remember that. Correct. We might not even have seen the guy at this point. Now, also, comeback player of the year, Geno Smith doesn't actually make the playoffs. Christian McCaffrey goes wild down the stretch and is the reason and the catalyst for them playing so yeah. well. How does he not get it? Yeah, but
3: like. Oh, you okay. played
4: really well, Geno. Did you make the playoffs? No, I didn't. Okay.
3: This is where it, it all is a bit. Ooh, good news for A.J. Dillon. Ooh, silly. Funny. And all right, we'll get to that in a moment. But yeah. it's like, yeah, Christian McCaffrey, man, like he really, he really bounced back. Did he, though? Like, he wasn't going to win it in <laughs> Carolina. He got traded in the night. Like he should win most fortunate player of the year
4: award. Yeah, going to a real franchise award here. But I do like the like the comeback player of the year is like you didn't even play bad. You just weren't playing because you weren't a starter. And say like, hey, it's by the way, you're back. About you know? Yes.
3: Like what is this? <laughs> like there's too many awards now at this yeah, point. Know, if that's if that's like the criteria, no, but we have it's, way it's too an many awards. Idea. Like, Garner Minshew gets a starter's job next year and is, like, going to be, like, inside the top five for odds to win comeback yes, player of the year. but he never left. Yeah. But, you know, it's because, again, there, there are, like, Baker this year has gone through a lot of adversity, flipped through 700 teams. Like, Gino was just on Seattle last year, sat behind yes. Russ. They gave him the job.
1: Look, like, the he's comeback, comeback player, player
4: of the player year of the should year. not be, let's just say even if he was a starter last year and was horrendous and then played really great, that's still not comeback player of the year. Comeback Player of the Year should be specifically for something downtrodden in your life. Like, again, James Conner beat cancer. Like, yes, that's a comeback player, man. Like, we didn't ever think you would. Who who even knows how long you're going to live? But, yeah, look at this guy. He's playing football this year. Like, that's Comeback Player of the Year. Not like, hey, by the way, I just got beat out my entire career by better football players. Now everybody stinks on my team, and I got a chance to play. I'm the Comeback Player of the Year. Like, no, that's not what it's supposed to be.
3: And I understand that when they created the award, like the idea was going to be someone coming back from something the year prior. (laughs) But it's really not that serious that you cannot change the award and allow Brian Robinson Jr. to win the award.
4: Yes. Because wouldn't it be fun? Hey, look at this. The uh, commanders made the playoffs. This guy was actually in a hospital bed and could have died. But yet yes. he came back to the field, you know, and is playing extremely well. Or even like, not, it's, you know, not to make light of everything, but let's just say a player who had long-term COVID last year and played three games, missed a whole season with COVID, came back mm-hmm. this year and is just playing football. Like, oh, wow,
3: come back player of the year. Yes. You know what? The more you talk about this award, the more I realize it's a bit insane. I don't – like, do you remember last year, Dak was like minus 500 to win that award and then was thoroughly outplayed by Joe Burrow the rest of the way – <laughs> and they decided that Joe Burrow was the comeback player of the year. When it was like, well, wait a minute, what are we basing this on? Like touchdown yes. interception ratio. Yes, like, exactly. How yeah. do we judge comeback yes. player of the year? Yeah, I don't even understand There's- anymore the criteria.
4: That's like the worst criteria. Like it looks like it could be anything here. And again, like Geno Smith comeback. What's the criteria? Out, oh, he's playing good this year, but he never left. Yeah, but yeah, it's a good comeback for his career.
3: Yeah, right. It's like he can win it when he secures the like multi-year contract extension then like and i guess it's so it's, it should just then just be like the best story which again is brian robinson jr right i mean like i don't know. give it to daniel i mean daniel jones has had a, a comeback i mean he's might come back to the giants that's
4: huge it should be tremendous if he came back to the giants yeah you should give it to daniel jones oh wait because, can i, mean, I hold I, on yeah. let me slip go something your ahead, way go. actually because go.
3: I got a, a message the other day from someone talking a little uh, Daniel Jones saying they're going to be a hot commodity this offseason. Yeah. Okay? They gave me, a, to further prove their point, they gave me a list of free agent quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want you to tell me if you would mm-hmm. rather Daniel Jones or this quarterback. Oh, oh good. I like this. Okay? But, and I'm going to go, even though there's no. some of these that are very obvious, I'm going to still give them to you. Okay? Yeah. Daniel Jones or Lamar Jackson?
4: Lamar Jackson.
3: Daniel Jones or Tom Brady? Whew. What are you talking about? I mean, is Brady even going to be like upright next year? Yeah, he'll be fine. If, if they're in the same situation, Tom will be fine. He'll get the football out uh, as fast as all get out. Yeah, that's... Uh, man. That's not I fun. guess I go Brady just on career. Yeah. Yeah. Tom, Tom uh, uh, Daniel Jones or Geno Smith? Geno Smith. Daniel Jones or Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy Garoppolo. Daniel Jones or Gardner Minshew? Gardner Minshew. Daniel Jones or Baker Mayfield? Baker Mayfield. Daniel Jones or Jameis Winston? Jameis Winston. Daniel Jones or Sam Darnold? Sam Darnold. (laughs) Daniel Jones or Andy Dalton? See it's th- because they're
4: so like like they're I want to say back like way back nine of their career it's hard because Daniel Jones can function as like a younger athlete and that's what I'm yeah. trying to go over with him and Brady and Dalton so I'm, I might have to give again like with Brady and Dalton
3: it's so a 50-50. Like,
4: I probably would go with I still would probably go with Daniel Jones though.
3: So so you got Daniel Jones over Andy Dalton, okay? Yeah. That by the way mm-hmm. is the entire list of relevant free agent quarterbacks that I was given that I was supposed to read and be like, oh, yeah, Daniel Jones is going to get paid (laughs) this offseason. Out of a 10 quarterback list, the only guy that you would be more interested in next Mm -hmm. year was Andy Dalton, which I think I mostly tend to agree with there. I think I'd rather take swings on some some upsides. Come on, JP. Tell me how much more you would rather – I mean, uh, Sam Darnold stinks out loud. Uh, that was the one that I was like, all right, come on yeah. now. I mean, listen, I'd, I'd also vomit in my mouth if I was a franchise that was paying Sam Darnold, right? But <laughs> there's no argument for Daniel Jones over Brady, Geno, Jimmy G, Lamar Jackson, quite obviously. And I think I've seen more from Baker. <laughs> to where, like, I don't even see Daniel Jones as one of the five best free agent quarterbacks. And then Why not you factor Jimmy in G? the NFL draft. Jimmy G. This is the thing with Jimmy G. Jimmy G. is not as good as the people that think that he's like a man. This guy's a Super Bowl level quarterback. Pay attention. Look how much he wins. Like those people are nuts. But he's maybe like the twenty-first best quarterback. Dan Jones is like a bottom five starting quarterback, probably.
4: Like you can't, you can't be my quarterback if your ceiling is two hundred yards and a touchdown pass every other game.
3: You you can't.
4: I'm I'm sorry. And it gets just back to everybody who drafts a quarterback who's still upright and playing very average football, gets their fifth year picked up. And the Giants are like, nobody. Like, we don't even want you to – like, this is a holdover year where we're trying to clear cap space, and we just need a quarterback. So if anybody's watching Daniel Jones this year and going like, wow, that guy looks like a franchise guy, he's 12 touchdown passes this year. He's the unquestioned starter. He's never going to get benched and his team's upside is literally on him going, well, can I run the football on this play here, or maybe Saquon makes a play. It's not a knock at Daniel Jones. It wasn't his fault he was drafted that high. It's not his fault he's with the Giants. But also, when you just watch a quarterback play, it never appears to me, like, it's funny, because we talk about Baker Mayfield, who makes so many mistakes, but you can see the talent. When I watch Daniel Jones, I see zero talent other than every once in a while I have a decent run.
3: Honestly, like, that's the way I look at him. Yeah, the thing is, he's nowhere near the athletes of the Lamars, the Feeds, no, the Hurts, the no. Anthony Richardsons. Mm-hmm. That, you know, like he, not even close to, to that level of player. And and that's kind of a, look, the only saving grace that there would be for Daniel Jones is that we might look around at just like the world's worst rookie quarterback class of all time entered the league. <laughs> and a bunch of teams are tired of the guys they have. Yeah, who'd so be on a team? Things. For like yeah, he's yeah, I'm not he going, going to be on a, be team. On a team. Like, yeah. and I
4: would say, like, he's like, if you can use him as, I don't like Taysom Hill is a better version of, of Daniel Jones because that's what he'll run you over. He'll catch the football. Like, he's a better version. But when you, when you look at okay, when you look at it overall, like, what does he bring? Because if if, he ha- if you have Daniel Jones as your backup quarterback, that's pretty good backup. Like, I'm not slandering a guy saying he's not an NFL player, but you can't say. When I look at this, we're looking to make a push to the playoffs. We're signing Daniel Jones. Like you know, where it would have been like, play me out in this offseason. season. Just say Kenny Pickett never goes to the Steelers. Steelers got Daniel Jones. He's like, yeah. what are we doing here, right? Like yeah. Daniel Jones yeah. is Mitchell Trubisky. Like that's what he is.
3: What, that's him. Of, so that was like the exact example brought yes. up to which the person that was, you know, caving for Jones, is like, oh, that's nuts. It's like, yeah. By the way, Trubisky, like. Had to sit behind Josh Allen for a year in that incredible offense. People like, oh, did he learn something? And still only was given like a one-year deal. Like, I'm hearing a Daniel Jones, there's going to be a a multi-team race to give Daniel Jones a multi-year contract. And I'm just, no, there's not.
4: But like, what franchise? Like, honestly, like, forget about the teams that are going to draft a quarterback high. I'm just looking at because every year there's like four or five teams that's like, hey, you know what? We don't really like our quarterback. We might be looking for what we think is an upgrade. What is that team though? Like, what is the team that goes? It's like, cause I joke about like you know, you say you punt like the Texans punt one more year on a quarterback, but they already have. Like, I want Davis Mills more than I want Daniel Jones. Like, where is the team? Like, which team is it? The the Colts? Like, where are the Colts going next year? Feels like the Colts would get Daniel Jones.
3: Maybe so. I mean, yeah, everything the Colts do at the quarterback position (laughs) is a bit of a headache, so that would fit right in. But, again, on on that line, it's like, oh, the the Titans are desperate to get off Tannehill. Well, let them know that the guy they're going to get is Daniel Jones, and they might just keep Tannehill in that building. You you know, so these are the kind of things where I just don't see teams, really any, but certainly not multiple teams, throwing three-year contracts at this guy's feet. I can't envision.
4: No, and it, again, you might think I'm hating on Daniel Jones, but I've had the same stat, and what teams tell me is what's happening. His fifth year wasn't picked up. That is a rarity in the NFL. That tells you everything you need to know. But we've got one more segment to go before we get out of here on a
2: Tuesday afternoon of Moneyline. Come on back.
0: The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live
1: with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play.
4: A lot of people think all the time about Kevin with regret, but not me. I like working with him. And we only got one more segment to go today on a Tuesday. It's time to have some fun here in the final segment. By the way, update in the NFL. A.J. Dillon, who left early, or excuse me, late in the third quarter with concussion-like symptoms, did not have a concussion. And this will go for
3: Miami this weekend. So there you go, K-Dub. Don't you have him in one of your leagues, you said? I have A.J. Dillon on the season long. Like, I, I lose Cooper Cup season long, Kyler Murray season long, Mm. A Debo probably season long and Fields finally, thank, you know, was the only, not finally, but was the only guy to help me out. And then I got this AJ Dillon ticket. Like I'm, I'm sitting here fighting for my life to go two and three when I have five guys that were all on pace to just it, like go past their numbers so easily. It's, it's disgusting. But at least he's playing this week. He still should get there then.
4: How about this? Two games, Kevin. One at 1 o'clock, New Orleans-Cleveland. One at 8.15, yeah. Vegas and Pittsburgh. Both mm-hmm. games listed as foggy. Tremendous. Like, what, what is that going to mean? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Jeez. But you're too young. I was almost too young to remember the Fog Bowl. Back in, I believe it was maybe 1988. I want to say 87, 88. Uh, The Eagles, I believe it was New Year's Eve, played the Chicago Bears in the Fog Bowl where the fog just rolled in and they said, you know what, we're still going to play even though the cameras can't see anything. Tremendous yeah. stuff. Would never, would never like they Honestly, they would just pull the players off the field and wait like an hour for it to clear. But back in the day, NFL, they played where the, the announcers, I think it was Pat Summerall. Was it Pat Summerall maybe? I don't know if it was Summerall Madden. But they couldn't call the game. So they just sat up in the press box and they did nothing, basically.
3: <laughs> they just laid yeah.
4: out? Yeah, go back and watch it on YouTube if you guys are I out there. Fogball, go take a look at it. Just wild stuff. By the way, JP, where are you going again tonight? Let the people know.
3: Yeah, what's up, JP?
4: Yep, Brunson over 23 and a half. Mm. There you go. I'm going to abstain tonight. I'm too excited. No way. Too excited. What do you mean? Yeah, I'm too excited. You had some too good college
3: basketball breakdowns, though.
4: Yeah, you know what? That's a good point. Hold on. I'm going to find this really quick because it wasn't up this morning. It was the team total under in the Georgetown game. Let me see if I can find it real quick here. Do we have – okay, team props. I'm going to find it. Here it is. Georgetown total points under 63.5. K-Dub, what do you got tonight?
3: Uh, what do we got? Uh, next team well, total, 113.5. All right. We're out of here on a Tuesday. Thanks again. Tomorrow's Wednesday. We'll
2: be back for another edition of Moneyline. See you tomorrow. SportsGrid.com Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com